Now it's time for the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club. It's called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Presented each week by the St. Louis County Library. On the Big 550. Well, you see, I spell them like this sounds, you know. KTRS. He is the number one best-selling author of Refugee and several other historical novels for middle-grade readers. And Alan Gratz is back with a powerful take on the attack on Pearl Harbor. The name of his new book is Heroes, Pearl Harbor, A Country Attack to Friendship Tested. Alan, thank you so much for joining Wendy and me. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Tell us about this novel, Heroes, and who you intend it for. Sure. So Heroes is a middle-grade novel, so its intended audience is really that ages 8 to 14, middle school for most of the folks out there listening. Uh, and Heroes is the story of two boys, Frank McCoy and Stanley Summers, who are caught on Ford Island Naval Air Station in the middle of Pearl Harbor during the Japanese attack on December 7, 1941. They escape the sinking of the Utah. They cross the airfield on Ford Island while it's under attack. They're knocked on their butts by the explosion of the USS Arizona, and when the attack seems to be over, they put a wounded American sailor on their little boat and try and take him to a hospital over on the Oahu mainland, but only to find that there's a second wave of the attack coming, and they get caught up in that. And then along the way, of course, they're also dealing with another devastating consequence of the attack, and that is the the prejudice and and racism leveled at Stanley because his family is Japanese-American. How did how were you introduced uh, to Pearl Harbor and the significance of it? You're you're a young man. I am, uh, but I do have a, a, a little bit of a personal connection to Pearl Harbor. My grandfather Frank Hull was at Pearl Harbor on the day of the attack. Uh, he was a sailor on the submarine tender USS Peleus, and the the Peleus and the submarine base they were not under direct attack that day the same way that the battleships and the airfield were. But, of course, nobody was safe at Pearl Harbor that day. Uh, and so my, I knew that my granddad was there, and I asked him many times during his life. He's passed away now. I asked him many times during his life to tell me about that, that day and what happened, but he never would. And he never talked about it with my mom or my uncle, and um, he, he died not really telling anybody in his close family. Perhaps my grandmother knew, but she also didn't say anything uh, about what happened to him that day and what he saw. And in my research, I, I discovered that I, about all the books that I've written about World War II and other traumatic events, I've discovered that there are some people who are quite willing to talk about what they've been through, but there are just as many, perhaps more, who live through a traumatic event and then will ju- just choose never to talk about it again. They were there. They did their duty. They survived, but they just don't want to talk about it. And And that was the case for my grandfather. And so for me, it always it planted very early on as a kid this curiosity about what happened at Pearl Harbor that was so traumatic that my grandfather wouldn't even talk about it. Well, kudos to you for asking him about it, Alan, and I sure wish these books had been around when I was in middle school because I thought history was so boring. When you do your when when you travel the country and your event here in St. Louis sold out, uh, yeah. who's your audience? Do you have middle schoolers who come to see you? Oh, yeah, it's great. So my audience is is mostly kids. Of course, their parents are there because their parents are bringing them out. And so I'm trying to write books that are primarily appeal to those kids. They're action-packed. They have short chapters. They have characters uh, who are the age of my readers or just a little bit older, 
uh, so that they can they can read about what happened to kids in these times and these places. But at the same time, I'm also trying to write books that they can share with their parents or their grandparents or other adults in their lives and that they can read together and talk about. I have a lot of parents and adults who come through the line who say, thank you for writing these books that I can read as well, that, that are that are written for kids, but 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 engage adults and and give them something to talk about with their kids. So that's a big that's a that's a something I'm very proud of is writing books that they can both read and talk about and enjoy. Alan Gratz is a New York Times bestselling author of 19 novels for young readers. How do you are there certain qualities, Alan, um, when you are when you are putting these characters, bringing these characters to life that uh, the modern readers have to have? Yeah, you know, I always have to remember when I'm writing a book about the past that my characters are going to make decisions that are different than the the decisions that 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 modern day kids would be making. Um, and this has been a struggle right from my very first book, which was called Samurai Shortstop, which was about kids in the 1890s in Tokyo uh, playing baseball and blending their Bushido lessons with their baseball practice. And I had to remember these kids are, are, are kids in 1890s Tokyo. They are not kids in the 2000s in the United States. And so I, I have to I have to think like the kids in that era. Uh, I have to bring not only just you know their, their own pop culture references and things like that, but also the the, the ethics of the day and and the mores of the day. And, and then I also have to on the page make it clear why they're making those decisions for modern readers, so that the modern reader understands the context of the world that these kids lived in. So I have a lot of work to do in historical novels for, uh, written for modern readers because I I feel like I have to start from scratch almost every book. The other thing is because I write for kids, this could be the first time a kid has picked up a book and, and been introduced to the idea or, or the, the, the event of Pearl Harbor. Or I've written a book about the Holocaust or D-Day or, or terrorist attacks, and it may be the first time that, that a kid has ever really taken a deep dive into this and learned anything about it. And I, I have to make sure that I explain all over again who Adolf Hitler was and who the Nazis were and, and how we got to this place wherever we are in World War II. You know, what's the history of Imperial Japan and why did they attack Pearl Harbor? All of this has to come across in the book. And at the same time, I can't feel didactic. It's not a textbook. It's a it's historical fiction. It's supposed to be a page turner. So I've got my work cut out for me every single book trying to explain to modern kids all the context for, for all the things that are happening in the story. Well, and Alan Gratz has authored 19 novels for young people, including the one we're talking about now, Heroes, about Pearl Harbor. Alan, as a writer, where do you personally stand? Are you an introvert, an extrovert, an extroverted introvert, an introverted extrovert? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question because a lot of writers, we're writers because we, we get to sit at our computers all day and not talk to anybody. It's pretty great if you're an introvert. Uh, I am something of an extrovert, though, and so um, I, I do enjoy writing the novels, but there's a certain point where I get, I, I get the itch to share them with people. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to write the novels just for myself. I, I definitely write to have readers. So you know, it takes me about a year and nine months to write almost all of my books. It's on average about how long it takes to write a book for me. And 
a year in, I'm really itching to share it with people. I want people to be reading it. I know I can't show it to them yet because there's still nine months of, of revision to come that's going to make the book readable. Uh, but but then I get the pleasure of being able to go out on the road and talk to kids and be in front of uh, of groups and talk about the books. I really love that. Like that's that's a part of writing that I really enjoy. And I know some authors. They, they die of stage fright, and they don't want to, to get up in front of people because it right. is an introvert's job, right? Um, but I love both aspects. I love the, the research and di- deep dive into a time and a place, but also getting out there and talking to people and meeting young readers especially and seeing young people excited about reading. That's, that's terrific. Well, as Jennifer said, um, obviously the St. Louis County Library and their readers, they ha- they are very, very enthusiastic about your visit, um, <laughs> and you will you will definitely have a terrific time. Do you have a, a message for parents um, who who worry, and, and parents worry a lot, as you know, yeah. uh, because of the addiction to these devices, and are our children reading enough? You seem to be the right person with a positive message. <laughs> well, look, I, I love video games. I love television. I'm on my computer a lot um, and, and my phone certainly too much. Uh, and I also read. And, and I think um, w- I'm not a kill your TV, kill your video games kind of guy. What I try to do with my books is write books that are as exciting as playing a video game as exciting as watching uh, a video. Now, I have a lot of competition, and it's very hard to do that when you only have text on a page. Um, but So my goal is to write something where a kid says, should I play Minecraft tonight or should I read Alan Gratz's book? And you know what? <laughs> my, Minecraft is probably going to win, but, but at least I got them to think about, <laughs> about picking up my book. And, right. and once they do... Uh, I try to keep them turning the pages and and keep it really action-packed. So I would say to parents, don't worry. Uh, I also was that kid. I I played a ton of video games when I was a kid, and I was watching TV and and movies and stuff. We didn't have the cell phones and everything to distract us back then. But but I was also the distracted kid who didn't read a lot. And now I'm an author of – 19 books and 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 i read every day and you know uh read hours every day it will come it will come find what your what your kid loves to read and let them read that don't don't pick their books for them let them read uh what they're most interested in let them read graphic novels if they love that let them listen to audiobooks instead of reading it off the page if that's better for them let them reread uh let them read stuff that's below their reading level let the, so all these things create uh, readers, lifelong readers, and that's what you want. Their, their taste will evolve. Their taste will change and grow, but make them love reading first. Let them love reading first, and then everything else will follow. Alan Gratz is the author of Heroes, a novel of Pearl Harbor. His event at St. Louis County Library is sold out, but you can get the book by going to St. Louis County Library, slcl.org. Alan, thank you for joining us here on the Jennifer and Wendy Show. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much.